Okay. Well, Wednesdays are always long. So it's long. <laughs> this is the entire letter eight. I'd like to dedicate this to my son, whose birthday is Hosein of. This whole letter is based on the concept of charity, of righteousness, of kindness. And it says, the verse says, that he who sows tzedakos, charities, righteousnesses, this causes deliverance to sprout forth. Which means, and this isn't the only verse, there's several that connect acts of charity, acts of kindness, to the idea of sowing, of planting something. So the Rebbe in this letter is going to explain the connection, why we're saying charity, kindness, is an act of sowing something. But initially we're going to connect it to a teaching of our sages, which says that there's a certain rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer, who would give a coin to a poor person and then would pray. Meaning connecting, based on a verse, that connects righteousness to charity. It says through righteousness, Tzedek, I will see your face, meaning in prayer. And Tzedek, righteousness, is like the word Tzedakah. Tzedek, Tzedakah, charity. Meaning, why do we mean that prayer is a time of seeing God's face? And why do we see God's face in prayer by charity? Because in prayer, there's a manifestation of God to each person according to his level. And this manifestation of God to us in prayer is God's charity to us, God's kindness to us. That this enormous quantitatively and qualitatively radiance of God comes all the way down to us. Even in the upper world, this light, blows away all the creations of the upper world. They're completely nullified and absorbed in this light. All the angels and higher beings. This light comes down to this lower world? Yes, through our prayer. That even in this world, which is so lowly, godliness, which is generally not manifest here, comes down through our prayer. And we view this bringing down of his godly light to us, to this darkness, we view this as God's kindness. And why am I viewing it as a kindness? I just said, I'm praying. The, the illumination is coming as a result of my prayer. But it's not proportionate. Meaning what God's giving me is not proportionate to what I'm now doing. And therefore, yes, I'm eliciting the kindness, but in the end, it's a kindness. So, when I'm giving that coin to charity, this enables me to behold God's face, the inner aspect of godliness during prayer, because my act of kindness, my act of charity, is going to elicit God's kindness and God's charity in bringing his enormous energy down to me. A person could say, wait a minute, if this divine illumination is coming because God's so kind, why do I need to do anything? God's kind. He's bringing this energy down to me. I'm praying to him. But just as God has infinite kindness, God also has a trait called in the Hebrew gavura, which means 
judgment, justice, severity, contraction, which naturally tries to limit or screen this diffusion of godly light. So when I'm acting with kindness and charity, I'm making sure that this attribute of constriction won't hinder the godly flow, won't hinder God's kindness to be revealed to me during prayer. When I behave in a kindly manner toward others, this causes God to treat me with kindness. But if you think about what's happening, it's not really measure for measure, meaning I am giving someone, I'm helping give more life to someone in our physical reality. So if God's responding to me measure for measure, God should give me a bigger but commensurate gift, give me spiritual life in the world to come. But God's giving me much more than that. He's giving me now, in this physical reality, a flow of his energy that's going to change me, that's going to bring me to a higher level relationship with him, that's going to bring me to an, what we call tshuva ila'ah, a high level turning and coming close to God. So why am I getting that? That's way beyond what I'm doing, what I did for that person by giving my charity. In order to understand that, again, our question here is, it seems very disproportionate. I'm giving charity before praying, and I'm getting God's revelation, which is bringing me to a higher level repentance way beyond my work, all that for my coin. So the Rebbe goes back. Now remember, our initial verse that this whole letter is based on is that charity is like sowing something. Sowing with an O, not an E. (laughs) Planting something in the ground. So the Rebbe now gives a metaphor, a very interesting concept, in terms of planting a seed. A seed of grain, a kernel of fruit. So here you have your seed, your kernel, and you plant it. And then the grain comes forth, or fruit comes forth. Well, that's not really coming from that seed or kernel. Because when you put your seed in the ground, it decays. So if it decays, how did this vegetable or fruit or grain come forth? The Rebbe explains that what's causing this corn or wheat or barley or apple to grow is a vegetative property in the soil itself, not the particular vegetative property in the seed or the kernel. In other words, The vegetative property of growth is a divine faculty that causes physical growth from this spiritual property. In a sense, it's coming something from nothing. But if I'm saying your wheat and your barley and your potatoes come something from nothing, so why plant the seed in the ground? So for that, I have to understand that the earth has this enormous vegetative property but it's not manifesting it. It's, it's all in potential. And how do I move it from potential to actual? By putting that seed or that kernel in the ground. And when I put that seed or kernel in the ground, that's decayed in the soil. And its whole power, meaning the power of growth that was implanted in the seed when the seed grew in the ground, 
This whole tower was completely consumed by the vegetative property of the soil. It just decays. It decomposes. It becomes one back with the earth. Well, what that then does is elicit the vitality, the potential of the earth itself. It gives it a vitality for growth. And something grows relative to that seed or kernel that was planted. But with a tremendous increase. I mean, just even think if you have one ear of corn, there's a lot of grains on that one ear of corn. There's a lot of fruits on one tree. So you have a tremendous quantitative increase. And of course, you have a tremendous qualitative increase. Think of some bland kernel, and now you're producing this delicious fruit or vegetables or grains. So quantitatively and qualitatively, the grains and the fruits, well, the fruits and the vegetables quantitatively and qualitatively, the grain and the original seed, it's a quantitative issue. But all of this is coming because that kernel was put in the ground, the kernel of whatever species you desired. So that kernel in the ground is eliciting. It's like an arousal from below to elicit an arousal, a response from above. So we're saying that this power of growth is a spiritual power. It's encompassing all fruits and vegetables. And it's so spiritual that it can't just spontaneously descend to make physical produce grow. But when we elicit that growth by sending our seed into the ground to pull out that power of growth, it's arousing this universal earth vegetative property. We manifest it specifically like that grain. That's an amazing concept on the earth and growth. Now remember, we compared this to charity because the original verses that this letter is based on are comparing charity to planting a seed in the ground. So when we do our acts of kindness, our acts of charity, we're causing a manifestation of God that totally transcends our service, that we're receiving a reward shared in the world to come, as I gave someone life in this world, and an enormously, that might be considered a quantitative advancement, this world versus the world to come, but it's still parallel. But also a qualitatively, enormously superior revelation of God to me now during my prayer that's lifting me up to reach the level of a high repentance a tshuva ila'ah, that's going to bring me so close to him. That's, that transcends anything I did because that's not a, a world concept. That's a very, very close to God concept. So when I'm giving my charity, I'm planting seeds, right? You put the kernel of wheat in the ground, it elicited the enormous power of growth of the earth itself. I'm giving money to charity, And this is eliciting God's enormous kindness to me as well. And the reason why my acts of kindness can ascend to the divine attribute of kindness is because really the kindness in my soul is coming from the divine attribute of kindness. 
I'm an extension of it. I'm a kernel of it, so to speak. But this is what I have the power to do. But a person could still say, I don't get it. If God is so completely beyond, and his kindness is completely beyond, and everything is as nothing before him, how is his energy coming down to be absorbed by my soul? The answer to that is because it says that wherever there's God's greatness, there's his humility, meaning the greatness, the kindness of God is expressed in his humility, which is his ability to descend and reveal himself to me. So God is bringing his light down to my soul, even as my soul is in the darkness, by an act of enormous humbling of self to come down to me. And the Rebbe ends this letter. I did not give every detail of this letter because it's quite long, but I'm giving the general ideas. The Rebbe ends this letter by saying, especially kindness done in the land of Israel, when we help do charity, support people, here they're specifically speaking about supporting people who study and serve God in the land of Israel, it especially elicits this response from God because the land of Israel is parallel to, so to speak, the holy land in heaven. But when charity is given for Israel, the seed of that charity is immediately absorbed in the spiritual version of Israel. And this brings down the response to me. If the charity is given outside the land of Israel, the response is also going to be brought down, but there might be some factors that hinder it coming down. So that was, in very brief, this long letter, which very strongly, in case even the details that I gave were a little hard to completely follow, but the bottom line of everything we're saying here is we have an enormous ability to elicit enormous kindness to us by our giving kindness to others. My kindness is a seed, eliciting the power of growth itself, the source of all kindness, God's kindness, to come down to me, to come down to me specifically, as we're emphasizing in this letter, to bring me closer to God. So when I have all this energy in me, it's an energy that's going to move me to want God more and more in my life. I'm going to reach the state of a higher repentance, which means we're not running from fear. We're not running from sin, but we're racing with love toward God. 